Oh, I did my nails. So you might be able to hear it ever so like. As I scroll through the notes on my phone. I have no response to that. ASMR. ASMR. Oh, no. <laughs> we should do an episode that's just whispering the whole time. Oh, absolutely not. This is, uh, we're not going there. I don't know, Cameron, not. what did you think about the new episode? We just whisper the whole time. Again, I have no response to that. <laughs> It's Wednesday night, and we are in Rachel's apartment, so that must mean it's Starformers night. Welcome to the Rebels and Robots podcast, episode 25. I'm Cameron. I'm Rachel. And this is our weekly chat where we talk about Star Wars and... Transformers. 25. We're at a quarter of oh 100 episodes. Oh my gosh. We, uh... Quarter life crisis for our podcast. <laughs> What are we gonna? We, I feel like we've kind of been thinking. This is the first week where we didn't have like an obvious thing to do, because like the last time today we will be talking about a two-part episode of Star- Transformers G One yet again. I feel like most times when we've done that, we had a reason. The first time was because we had not had a Transformers-centric episode. The second time we did it was because uh, we had Caleb on the pod and we wanted to show him an episode. This week it was. <laughs> I asked you, "What do you want to do?" And you're like, "I don't know." G One. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, I can find some episodes. Uh, this, or we could start this uh, kind of niche Star Wars show called Rebels. Uh-huh. We could watch that before Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, uh, before we get into today's topic, as always, we do news, thoughts from last week, anything that's come up in the la- since we last uh, podcasted. Um, I'll, I'll start with a uh, realization I had. Last week on the pod, I was... Uh, wondering why Transformers have to be so big. Um, what, like, and I, and I said that I, I thought it was be, so that there was some sort of logic to them that when they transformed into a vehicle, it was a conservation of mass. They were the same size as the vehicle they turned into. But obviously, like, just in the episode we watched today, uh, a small, like, I don't even remember what it was, a small, very small object transforms into laser beak, who's like the size of a human. You mean... A cassette tape. Was he a cassette tape? Yeah. Okay. Like because, a, but an actual because, human-sized cassette. Yeah. Like a, like a cassette tape a human would use, not a cassette that's large enough to fit into Soundwave's chest. Well, in some of the earlier episodes, I think it was in one of the first three, we see Soundwave transform into a human-sized boombox. Exactly, exactly my point. is, <laughs> there is They don't even follow the logic of they have to conserve how much mass they have. And honestly, it's a silly cartoon. It would be potentially a lot more engaging at times if the Transformers were allowed to be human-sized. And I finally realized why they need to be how big they are, because they're toys first. The toys have to be able to transform. Mm -hmm. Thus, Mm -hmm. they need the toys in the cartoon. I mean, the characters Mm -hmm. in the cartoon have to be like the toys. So it finally dawned on me. Well, it's like the similar logic in... uh Transformers 2007, that massive square mile uh-huh. cube uh-huh. <laughs> bumped down into a one foot by one foot and, sun, and you know, wasn't. And this is not the 26,000 tons. I don't know. <laughs> this is not the only time today we'll be talking about the toys influencing the cartoon. I've got a note <laughs> for uh, later. Uh, do you have any news for us? Anything from last week? I really don't have a lot of news except for the fact that uh, Transformers 2007 turned 16 years old this past Monday, July the 3rd. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's old enough to drive, <laughs> depending on where you're from. <laughs> what a way. We uh, we were just a little early on that with our coverage of that movie. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, it's a, it was a summer tradition there for a few years running to go see Transformers over Fourth of July weekend or yeah. somewhere about there. And, um, you good times. Say, you <laughs> Um, I just Google searched Transformers news, um, and this headline says that Transformers Rise of the Beast shot alternate versions of the G.I. Joe scene. <laughs> did they give them I'm different, sure <laughs> different, uh, cards? They offer them <laughs> different, different jobs within the G.I. Joe, uh, organization. Um, we shot in a couple different cards. <laughs> I was right! 
when we shot it, we shot it with a couple of different cards that I give him. There's one where you see is not only the one we shot. Uh, Kelly added the scene was originally intended to appear after the credits, however, it was ultimately repositioned. So, how do you have different cards? What does that even mean? Magic. Uh... Anyways, so not not much news there. They they shot it. I don't know what that means. They hand hands of different cards. Um, I do have some news. Uh, so apparently, and granted, this is hearsay. Oh, not maybe not hearsay, but it, I don't know how actually confirmed it is. But Empire Online posted about um that Zack Snyder's pitched Star Wars movie eventually turned into Rebel Moon. Oh, you know what? Good good thing to bring up. I like this. We are entering, in the coming months, we have two Star Wars adjacent films. That is one of them. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that, that's actually really a good topic for us to talk about. Um, yeah. I think I, while it would have never been good, um, I would have been interested to see someone with as distinctive a style as Zack Snyder. And for those who don't know, Zack Snyder... Most famous for, uh, most recently, his DC films like Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, and initially the theatrical cut, and then later his uh, re-edited longer edition of the Justice League film. But he also made such movies as 300 and Watchmen and the Dawn of the Dead remake. And also, I always mess up the title of his animated movie, Legends of the Guardians. Of the Galaxy? No, sorry, Legend of the Guardians. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Legend of the Guardians of Gahul. Right? That, I no, there's a colon in there. What are we talking about? Yeah, his his owl animated movie. Yeah, Guardians of Gahul. Okay, but then it's Legends of the Sun. There's a subtitle. Well, I read the books, so I don't remember. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> of G A apostrophe H O O L E. Wow. Uh, okay. There's like twenty of those books. Yikes. Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Okay, I couldn't remember. Is the name of the movie, at the very least. And hey, it works better in a book series title. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's just like, it, I, I always mess up that title because I don't know which order. I don't know if it's Legend of the of the Gahul or Guardians of Gahul or Gar- Legend of the... Uh, Guardians, so of Go- Guardians of Gahul is just going to be the easiest one. Uh, okay, side tangent, that movie is, is so... It looks still looks so good. I believe it. Have you ever uh, seen that film? No. <laughs> okay. You should watch it. It it's <laughs> hold on. It still looks so good. Well, I think you're just saying that because Sam Neill's in it. Uh no, I'm Dr. saying Dr. that Dr. because Grant. I watched it before <laughs> I knew Sam Neill was in it. It's really it's a gorgeous, gorgeous film. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, gotten Cam- off topic Cameron's an now. animation hater. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, nonetheless, so I'm gonna tell your wife to make you watch that. Supposedly, film. when Zack Snyder did not, uh, when when Lucasfilm was not interested in his pitch, he went to Netflix and decided to make this movie, uh, Rebel Moon, instead. Um, I have not actually seen the trailer for it. Some of the posters look kind of cool, but also, I will not be tricked by another Zack Snyder movie. I might watch it, but I will not be tricked by it because I thought that he might go back to his roots and make a straightforward action film uh, with uh, his last film, which was Army of the Dead, and that movie is garbage. The other Star Wars adjacent film that I would much rather talk about... I I was just going to say, apparently when he first came up with this idea was right at the Disney acquisition... Uh, and he wanted it th- that's what this so this, he was this gonna em- go to george lucas yes the sale of D- lucasfilm to disney had just happened there is that window where you know who knows what's possible i see and i guess he'd gone to george he his his inspiration is um i think it's right it was the it was seven samurai in space and it and and a star wars movie was my original concept for it i think it's funny it's like it's seven samurai in space like that's very much just star wars because star wars is kurosawa Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um but snyder is saying i was like quote i don't want to do any of your characters i don't want to do anything with any known characters i just want to do my own thing on the side and originally i was like it should be rated r 
that was almost a non-starter. <laughs> Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. from from that it kind of sounds like he was pitching this idea to George. Yeah, that makes sense. And I I mean George has George Lucas has been very open that Star Wars is for everyone including mm-hmm. kids. And I could I don't know. I think I could see George Lucas putting his foot down and saying, "No." I don't know what my George Lucas impression is, but like, mm, <laughs> "No." Um, get that <laughs> my office. <laughs> Get out of Skywalker Ranch. Or is that uh, Hayden Christensen's ranch? That might be might be Hayden Christensen's ranch. Skywalker okay. Ranch, you haven't heard of that? Skywalker Ranch is George Lucas's is George Lucas's property. Okay. Uh, maybe I was thinking, I feel like Hayden Christensen has a, he also has a ranch. Maybe she's not named that. But anyways. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you're making a dumb joke or not. No. That's why I was confused by but, what you were saying. But sorry, I think, I think it's kind of fun. I find it interesting. I mean... In the time of sales, I think Zack Snyder going, I don't want to do anything with established character, and I want it rated R. And I'm not super surprised that George Lucas or Disney was like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> the other Star Wars... So, uh, actually, Rebel Moon will be releasing on Netflix um, at the end of December. The fam- the family-friendly cut will be releasing <laughs> on Netflix. Um, Wait, are you serious? This is what this says. Um, oh, shoot, it... Which, after initially releasing on Netflix and family-friendly cuts, will get harder-edged R-leaning versions, too. Ha. Huh. That's a classic Zack Snyder move. This also says it's actually Rebel Moon Part 1. Yeah. Rebel Moon Part 2 is being shot back-to-back with this one, so there will be a follow-up regardless. Oh, man. We are really being inundated with multi-part movies. This is going to get old real fast. Uh, I am, honestly, the one element I am excited about is this movie includes Ray Fisher, who is the actor who played Cyborg in Mm. Snyder's movies. Regardless of what you might know about him, think about him as a real person, I think there's some drama in the real world with him. Oh, I know, the only thing I really know about DC is the latest, the Batman film, which I like, (laughs) and how much everyone hates specific films in the dc verse ray fisher complicated uh relationship uh in with the public um not gonna get to that only movies i've seen him in are actually only movie i've seen him in is justice league and i've seen there's two different versions of that so i've seen a lot of different footage of this actor i thought he was incredible as cyborg and his career was totally destroyed by the the crumbling of the dc universe Mm -hmm. um and him cutting ties with with warner brothers over that um so i'm really interested to see him potentially get back into acting uh, he, he's originally a stage actor which i think is really interesting um so nonetheless the other star wars adjacent film is called the creator and it's directed by gareth edwards who directed rogue one mm. and he's clearly bringing that aesthetic over to his own original sci-fi film um that i saw the trailer for um when i went and saw the new indiana jones this last week and it while narratively it does not look super creative it's about would theoretical artificial intelligent robots how much humanity do they have it just visually looks phenomenal it really uh, it looks like a combination between star wars and like district nine slash elysium who's the same director uh, as those two movies are the same director um and also like blade runner a little bit um i think there's going to be a lot in here that's going to be really exciting gareth edwards also directed um something also rachel i know you're interested in uh godzilla 2014 which is why ken watanabe is in this film the creator gosh i love ken also features john david washington who's the main character in tenet and uh black klansman um anyone else interesting in here some various other oh that you know the face actors um but that will come out at the end of September, and I'm excited. And maybe if it's good enough, it might be worthwhile talking about on this podcast because it's Star Wars similar. Nonetheless, um, did I have? I feel like I had another piece of news. I'm glad you brought that up, though. Though that, that's something to keep an eye out upcoming. Oh, <laughs> this is kind of cracked me up. Uh, GQ India. When I Google search Transformers and hit news, seven action-packed and highly engaging movies like Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> Number one, Pacific Rim. Actually, oh. very true. Pacific Rim is the best Transformers movie. 
<laughs> I'm trying. I think I've seen Pacific Rim once. I think it does what Transformers wish it could do with giant robot action. Uh, also on this list, robot, RoboCop, Chappie, Singularity, Universal Soldier, Battleship. Battleship is legitimately trying to be a Transformers film, and it is awful. That's the, oh man, there is someone in our friend group who really likes that film. No, no, he taught. He or, likes it when no one else even thinks about it. Yeah, and I think one time he brought it up, and I think he was like, yeah, I like that film, and has since been dunked on <laughs> forever. You want to... Uh, actually, you know, I'm going to do a quick search for Star Wars to see if there's any major news there. I mean, Ahsoka comes out next month. Woo! <gasps> I'm going to lose it i'm very excited um i feel like there really hasn't been as much um star wars news um i feel like it's almost like a bit in a limbo right now um we um other than some high republic stuff and all the stuff in the news about how much harrison ford hates star wars uh Um, has there been has any has there been any major Jedi Survivor updates? Like, has anyone found anything really cool, um, or has that game pretty much been sucked dry for content? I mean, I wouldn't say. <sighs> I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily say it sucked dry. The if you do the main story and that's all you do, that's fine. But there's a lot of extra content to do. Um, I don't, I think really the biggest, the most exciting thing outside of, um, the spoilers for Jedi Fallen or Jedi Survivor is at some point you encounter a bounty hunter that tries to, you know, kill you mm-hmm. and it starts a side quest, side quest chain where you start hunting bounty hunters mm-hmm. and it finally ultimately gets to the end where you encounter Boba Fett. Yes. And I think after, I haven't gotten to that part myself, but I saw a cutscene, And afterward, I think, I don't know if Boba Fett has bigger fish to fry or he's like, nah, I don't really care for this right now. Um, but you part ways. So I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd call it sucked dry, but with a narrative story after the narrative, like uh-huh. that, that's kind of it. Um, uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, old game, yep. is free for Prime Day. Oh. Free, in, like how? Free like, to have. But through, like through what? Amazon Gaming. Oh. Like Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, occasionally they do free games for you to I download. And uh, one of them was Survivor a while back. Oh, really? Wow. Uh-huh. Um, supposedly there was supposed to be an, uh, a new Ahsoka trailer released sometime this week. Hmm. Um, hasn't come out yet. Not that I have seen. So, yeah. Well, cool, cool. Uh, so just a general overview on what's going in in the world of Star Wars and Transformers. Um, our topic for today, we're talking about a two-part episode called uh, Megatron's Master Plan. Part one and part two. <laughs> from October 1985. Um, something that feels weirdly relevant to our modern day uh it is about megatron uh framing the autobots uh with footage not not faked footage is in the footage doesn't exist they have decepticons dress up as the autobots and attack some humans and it gets recorded and that uh then uh results in the humans kicking the autobots off the planet um what are your highlights from this episode rachel (laughs) Oddly relevant political battle between these two people vying for mayor, uh-huh. and one of them loses in what they described as a rather bitter uh, election. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one who did not win the election was like, hmm, I'm going to do what I can. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, yeah. Um, so kind of interesting. Um, I really feel like there's a whole lot more worldwide anecdotal evidence that the Decepticons <laughs> are the bad guys at this point. We're in season two. We're like thir- at least 30 episodes deep 
And I'm pretty sure it's pretty worldwide, pretty well known that the Decepticons are no good. But this one guy, Sean Berger, which is a... <laughs> they keep calling him Mr. Berger the whole episode. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. He's this like an w- like industrialist millionaire in the city who, who he, he was the one who lost the election. Yeah. And for someone, you know, who seems to be pretty, uh, I don't know, famous, has never watched the news in his life, apparently, at some point. And so when Megatron approaches him, he's like, I can, I can give you, I can give you, <laughs> if you do what I tell you, I'll give you a city. I can show you the world. <laughs> um, so that was kind of funny. Uh, and I, the first time Megatron meets him, he says, hello, Mr. Burger. <laughs> Everything so Megatron funny. says is funny, but especially the idea of like Megatron, like saying that to an actual hamburger. <laughs> Uh, the idea cracked me up. <laughs> um, hello, Mr. Hamburglar. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I mean, we can we can definitely see some some dark of the moon inspiration here with the oh because other way around, like dark of the moon is taking inspiration from. Oh yes, this yes, my bad. Sorry, I'm trying to take a picture of Athena right now. She's being very cute. <laughs> yeah. So um. in and we'll we'll eventually talk about this film, but in the third Transformers film. I don't remember the exact context. So I've only seen the movie a couple times. But. Um, basically, humans were like, "You brought these horrible Decepticons to Earth, uh, and we are sick of oh, right. yeah. everything you guys have done." And so they exile exile them. But in this case, um, Mr. Burger has this faked. Uh, so there's a plot of the Decepticons dressed up as robots, but Mr. Burger doesn't know this either. So he has this fake footage of them attacking humans. And they put it on, like, national TV. Um, and so it turns, you know, everyone in Central City only, though, <laughs> against the Autobots. And so they go on trial. And I don't actually think they had enough. They had a defense attorney. If you ask me, I think there might have been something a little bit off about that court on the football field. Because that's the only place where everyone could fit. But whatever. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, found guilty and they're exiled. So they get in a ship and they leave. And uh-huh. then Megatron sabotages the ship to fly into the sun. And, and that's the end of the first episode. That is the, end of the first um, episode. And the Autobots then spend a majority of the next episode um, trying to figure out how to not run into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Which you think might be a relatively... Uh, Simple process for robots who don't breathe air and can fly, mm-hmm. but, um, you know. Gravitational pull too much, I guess. Um, and so, in the next episode, the Decepticons reveal that, you know, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they, so then, uh, pretty much as soon as the Autobots are gone, the, the, Autobot, the Decepticons are like, yeah, we're just going to destroy everything. And they yep. pretty much turn into what most of us do the moment that you... Uh, get bored in, in Grand Theft Auto and just start destroying the city. <laughs> well, I finished the narrative. Time to be a terrorist. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting because like, wow, I feel like everyone is saying, I can't believe the Decepticons deceived us. Oh my gosh. So the Decepticons enslave everyone in Central City, put them to work, uh, making energon and so the autobots are still (laughs) avoiding the sun uh the ship has been destroyed but they're being protected by cosmos and his very convenient plot armor um that can withstand the temperature of a sun for some reason you know whatever Uh uh-huh um and so we kind of have this plot of almost said sam uh spike Mm-hmm. trying to escape and get help and then we have it becomes almost like a journalism movie of him trying to find the evidence and get it out to the public to clear the names of the autobots Deceptigate. <laughs> <laughs> very good very good um and so uh, oh. and so um spike causes distraction and chip is able to escape um and so sorry i dropped my phone and scared the cat <laughs> nice 
Now she's not going to be comfortable for the rest of the night. Uh-huh. Um, so Chip manages to escape. Uh, and so I, one, th- one thing I noticed was that uh, the... Uh, Decepticons have everyone in like like these like energy handcuffs. Uh huh. They gave Chip <laughs> enough slack that he could still use his hands for his wheelchair. You would think the purpose of such handcuffs would be they'd be remotely controlled to them because like what they what's happening is they they've turned all the humans into slaves, mm-hmm. and so you would give them handcuffs that would allow them to still work. Uh, but the moment they would escape, you think it would like collapse down so they would like bring their hands together, but apparently not. And then one of my favorite <laughs> super weird scenes in the movie. Like this I feel like the Transformers cartoons are are somewhat famous for using the the wipe to cover up how a character gets from one location to the other. Like you could very easily have a character standing in one place, do the transition with the logo and they're just in the next location and no one would bat an eye. This this episode goes way out of its way to explain how I'm sorry, what's the kid in the wheelchair? Chip Chip, how Chip gets the next scene. He goes into a semi's trailer. A guy loads stuff up behind him. Blocking it. Like, it and, this like- is, and this is like a, it's like a, 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 like a very large, heavy mm-hmm. metal plate. And visual storytelling rules would tell us they are showing us this because this is a problem. Like his way is blocked. He's in a wheelchair his way out of the truck is now blocked. That's a problem that will have to be overcome later. And for some reason, also, there's this gash in the side of the truck that allows him Very to... Very specific. Why it's there, not explained. It gives him two things. One, he can see out, and two, he can breathe. And then the trucker stops and looks in his in his rearview mirror, and suddenly he's Chip is just out of the truck, leaving. I don't think you can open semis from the inside anyways. I, there's in, no like, way. at all. There's absolutely no way. Um... I do. I feel like we have to talk about this because I made us rewind for this because I thought I heard it. So Chip has escaped and he sets off an alarm (laughs) and they look out the window and they see him and he's escaping uh, towards uh, the loading dock to get onto the semi. And Soundwave, I I made, I I like heard it and then I made Cameron scroll. Are you going to play it? I'm going to try to find it real quick. Um, (laughs) Do you want me to say it? Um, no go ahead i I don't it's hard to hear anyways i i made cameron go back because i i was a little confused and so soundwave sees chip escaping and he goes this the way i keep like pausing makes it sound like it's bad it's not but soundwave goes megatron the mobilized human escapes (laughs) in his very robotic his very robotic voice and yeah i thought i like heard it and i went cameron go back 10 seconds Oh, man. And I was like, I so swear funny. that's what he said. And I was, we were right. So good. I just find it interesting that the writers could have said that human is escaping. Very specifically <laughs> made Soundwave comment on the fact that Chip uses a wheelchair. Uh-huh. But in from the perspective of a mechanical being... Um, a totally unrelated thing that, that definitely killed... I thought it was funny, but it really killed you, Rachel, was uh, we already talked about the scene where Burger meets Megatron. The other funny thing from that scene is Megatron kneels down and puts his hands out for Burger to get in his hands. And for whatever reason, Burger walks over and sits down and lays down in Megatron's open hands like he's a baby. And it looks hysterical. It's so it's weird. so funny. It's incredibly awkward, but... Very, very funny. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but so Chip escapes, uh, and he goes back to Teletron 1 because they're like, this is really the only help we have with um, to even try to get the Autobots back because everyone's under the impression that they're going to Cybertron and they haven't been uh, slingshotted into the sun. <laughs> and so uh, Chip gets there and he realizes, because the log records are there and Teletron is saying, you know, they're in the sun and he's really upset. One of the Decepticons is sent to find him and one out of first out of three times this happened in this episode, instead of using the door, this Decepticon just busts through the roof <laughs> when there is a very, there's a door he could have come in. Um, so they destroy Teletron one. And what this does is it removes the control over 
the tracking system of the Autobot, so it actually lets them turn around and come back to Earth. Um, so Chip is brought back, um, and then I think it was U.S. Army or some military show up to try to free the humans, kind of distract the Decepticons. Second time out of the episode, Starscream goes to fight them, and instead of using the door, flies through the roof, <laughs> busts through it. It's whatever. And so then the Autobots show up. Mm-hmm. Big fight ensues. Um, instead of using a door, Megatron shoots the wall to create a doorway to go out and <laughs> confront them. Um, but also, like, the all around both these episodes, the relationship between... The Transformers and human beings is very inconsistent. There's a shot. So at the very beginning of the first part of this, of this uh, the Autobots have a parade for them. And they're walking up to the courthouse. Oh, yes. And it cuts from them walking up to the human-sized door. So this is them in the they're building. They're in the courthouse. And the, the, and the courthouse interior is tall enough for them to very comfortably stand in. But then later, when they have the court case to figure out whether the Autobots are... are Guilty, they host it in a football stadium. <laughs> Why? Real, Why do they do that? The real crime is sports. <laughs> and then... It's not a house of justice. The Decepticons just, like, refuse to use doors from then on out and just start blasting their way through walls it's and just, ceilings. Which they do a lot, but the fact that it just happened three times in this episode is very interesting. Um, so, you know, end up lo- they end up, you know, the Decepticons end up retreating. Uh, the humans are like, oh, how can we ever... How could we ever um, make it up to you guys? Um, I don't, you know, they're like, oh, we're, we're so sorry. We hope you can forgive us. And Optimus Prime, who's a better man than I am, <laughs> was like, sure. <laughs> um, and they're so g- jumping back to where you were talking about the final battle, you kept noting that a couple of the trans- of the Autobots were just shooting lasers out of their fists. Yeah, it's- <laughs> There's actual explanation for that on the TF Wiki. Ah, we love the TF Wiki. Um, so it says here... Because some Transformers toys didn't come with handheld weapons, they didn't have any armament included as part of their character models. As such, when episodes have called for these characters to wield a weapon, the animators have had to get creative, either giving them made-up guns designed on the spot, a duplicate of another Transformers weapon, or just having them shoot energy out of their hands. That works. (laughs) So the reason... Some Autobots shoot lasers out of their hands is simply because the toys don't come with guns. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Um Oh, they actually have a list. Something we've noted before is the um very liberal use of Star Wars sound effects. They have a, actually have a list on the TF Wiki of yeah. all the Star Wars sound effects. Anyways. Also, sorry, another oh, no. another note. Uh, the TF Wiki is super weird, in case you didn't know. Primarily in whoever's in charge of captioning the photos. <laughs> the captions are all incredibly strange jokes. Um, there's, I don't have any explanation for this. Let but, them have fun, Cameron. <laughs> but they, they come across as one 15-year-old with... A very mediocre sense of humor. Um, <laughs> this TF Wiki is where that screenshot in our meme from last week of Soundwave at that dance, because that's from what this episode yes, is from. Sound, yes. All the ladies love Soundwave. That's that is from. Oh TF yeah, there's, Wiki. An ep- there's a ep- scene the episode. <laughs> in this episode where the Decepticons go to a dance with teenagers, and it's so good. Um, Yikes! There was one clever joke in there. So there's a moment in this where it's revealed that. Starscream was disguised as Optimus Prime for the uh, the fake news footage, and the the caption. So it's got a caption of of uh, of Starscream taking off the Optimus Prime helmet, and it says "Robots in disguise, disguised as robots in disguise." It's pretty good. Good joke, I think. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm just I'm just skimming over the TF Wiki. See if there's anything else in here that's interesting. Overall, some fun episodes. Um, yeah, to me, this highlights the issue of episodes that try to be serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not a huge fan of episodes that try to be goofy because I also didn't really uh, enjoy the Camelot episode all that much. <laughs> but I also did like I think it's episodes that are just going for insane action. 
those are the ones that land well for me or like that have a really wild premise like the premise of the 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 uh arthurian legend episode isn't really that wild but like one of the transformers dating a human that's a wild concept uh oh yeah the power of that episode (laughs) (laughs) um but this episode is like honestly it's a it's a decent like concept i would imagine i mean any given time the concept of people using the media to spread false information to further their political agenda is really interesting but i don't think it needs to be a two-parter it goes on for way too long uh but as always there's always fun little moments Mm -hmm. um and but then but like also like they try to pull the same thing of both this and dark of the moon fake the death of the autobots who in their right mind even a five-year-old is not going to believe that all of the Autobots died at once in a fire explosion. Okay, a five-year-old, probably. I don't know, man. Five-year-olds are pretty smart. Like, five-year-olds watch a lot of cartoons. Okay, they but, know a fake death when they see also, it. But also, who's taking a five-year-old to Dark of the Moon? I would imagine a lot of people. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not saying they should. Don't do that. But uh, nonetheless, um, let's see if I have any, any other final notes. So Rachel just pulled up a mysterious box. I did because I said this... it on my chair and I forgot. We can continue and then okay. it's not quite meme related, but it is content that my mom sent me. Uh, my my final note that I have written down is this is not a great way to, to close out, but uh, Megatron edits a computer with a gun at one point. He like <laughs> adjusts laser. his gun and shoots the computer screen and it changes the words on the computer screen. <laughs> And, and, and you just go, that's not how computers work. <laughs> it's very confusing. Why? And it's Teletron, which is a computer we see. It's the Autobot's main computer. Sentient. He's used all the time, but also he doesn't talk in this episode. But Casey Kasem, the voice of Teletron, is in this episode as, I think, Cliffjumper. Or at least one of the Autobots. So why he doesn't talk? Because I, for a second, I thought maybe he wasn't, Teletron wasn't talking because at some point, uh, um... At some point, Casey Kasem left the show for uh, a very insensitive episode. But uh, nonetheless, uh, this was before that. So anyways, any last thoughts? I'm still, I think I was just so caught off guard by the chip comment. Mobilized. <laughs> it, just, it just threw me. I was just, I wasn't expecting that. Someone, this is my takeaway. Uh, there's some some <laughs> notes on the Wikipedia on the on the TF Wiki that notes Twif. why Wiki. why does this mayor of this one city have the authority to kick the Autobots off the planet? Exactly. I really feel like there are a couple other countries or human leadership or even the next county over uh-huh. probably been like, well, hey, hey, hold on, <laughs> we like those guys cancel culture. And also, <laughs> it notes something you noted: they didn't even have a, a lawyer present exactly they didn't <laughs> we have a lawyer friend who listens to us tell us the legalities of not provide are are they sovereign citizens so they represent themselves <laughs> the only uh sovereign citizens that don't drive me up a wall <laughs> i feel i don't know lawyer friend when you listen to this in six weeks well he's been on the pod it's caleb oh yeah <laughs> Caleb, when you Everyone listen to this, in, this point. in an un, uh, unestimated amount of he time. He normally listens the day we pose. Does he? Okay. I think oh, I was mixing up with... Uh, our with, other friend. Yeah. We called her out. Megan. We <laughs> with, called her out. With Megan, who sometimes goes a couple weeks. No shame. Um, Caleb, give us your uh, legality um, advice on two parties of sovereign citizens being held in a court by a local authority county city government and tell us if they would have attorneys or not we'll read it on the pod <laughs> yes give us a full explanation, <laughs> that, full we'll, explanation. Uh, that that full of technical jargon that will bore our <laughs> other listeners but make you laugh um what do you have in this box i'm very curious so my mom texted me the other day cleaning out stuff look what i found so you were alive during 2005 yes <laughs> yeah, did you ever was, go to burger king during that time uh maybe oh my gosh i remember these guys um so for those of you that can't see through the microphone my mom found a 
our huge collection it's not huge found our collection of 2005 star wars wow. burger king toys i i had the uh arc 170 is that the name of the the ships i don't know uh the the clone ships from episode three um yoda jumps what I, I didn't do it. <laughs> you gotta wind it up more. Man, what a great piece of content for this uh, audio format. Oh, ah, dang. Wow, it still works. It's been nearly 20 years since these things were made. These are in really good condition. Oh, we got Athena's attention. <laughs> um, yeah, they're really good condition. Oh, I had uh, Obi-Wan Star Destroyer, or Starfighter as well. Well, we have three and of those. And Miss Windu. What does he do? Does he, oh, he's good. Uh, Miss Windu is like a little uh, magic eight ball. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh... Mace Windu of the Depths, should we continue our podcast? I can't read it. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, good night, everyone. <laughs> um, what does this do? What does this Anakin do? He looks like a top, but he's yeah, too top I think top he's heavy. a top. Well, he's too top heavy to You're stay You're too up. top heavy. <laughs> Man, this is... I don't uh, remember. Hope you guys are listening. Oh, the the... The Jawa is super cute, though. He's, he's plushy. I love him. Oh, and we he's got adorable. A, we have a Chewbacca plushie. And look. Wow. That looks terrible. <laughs> that looks really... It's, it's uh, Obi-Wan's Varactyl from wow, Revenge of the Sith. Wow, props to you for uh, knowing what that's called. I actually have that sound effect as uh, in my database of sensors, so I'll use that this today if we need it. I do not remember what these are supposed to do, but that we have a so battle, got a battle droid, that's pretty super neat. battle. I think he's droid. like a little water gun. Um, yeah, he's like a little two. water gun. Oh, I had Obi Wan too. Yeah. Um, I do not know what Obi Wan does. I think he was like a light. Uh, yeah. It... Oh, it's like a little uh, kaleidoscope. Um, I don't know. Like the, you see little images from the movie when you look at his foot. Oh, Just shoot! Like the real Obi Wan. Anakin, oh, look into the yeah. future. Look inside my foot. <laughs> look, look up this my is Jedi robes. Neat. Um, two what if, Jedi starfighters. This is how they showed you a preview in the movie. Instead of <laughs> displaying on the screen, they just handed you a toy and you had to look into it. Like, oh, this looks pretty good. I don't think I'll see this. I also don't like the fact that they have it. They also have it as Leia, but she's oh, yeah. wearing a dress. <laughs> and you have hey, to hey, look kids. up. Look up Leia's dress to see yeah. a preview of this new movie. She's not even in the movie. She's not even in the movie. What is this? But it's it's images from New Empire, uh, uh, um, New, a Hope, new Hope. That's cool. The uh, uh, vulture, vulture droid. droids. Yeah. Um, I want to know what Anakin does. Anakin doesn't spin. What? Oh, spin it. let's try spinning. That's a good trick. He doesn't. This does not work. Um, lots of water oh, okay. guns. If you spin it first and then set it down, it kind of works. works. <laughs> um, more water guns in the shape of Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine's got his hands together like jazz hands, <laughs> and he squirts water out of the middle of both thumbs. Um, we've got R2. We've got a whole There's collection only, here. I'll take a picture more. once you've got them all out. This is great content. Thanks, Rachel's mom. I'm sorry I made fun of you for not remembering Last Jedi last week. <laughs> I take. I, I formally apologize. <laughs> I think she made that. I'm trying to remember. She talked. To, oh, because she asked and I said, Cameron kind of gave you a hard time. <laughs> um, well, I just presume because she was your mom that she would have seen Last Jedi more than once. Uh, no, you're incorrect. Um, there is a, another uh, image where you get to look up Darth Maul's foot. Oh, heck for yeah. For Phantom Menace. Let's look up your dress, Darth Maul. <laughs> Oh, it's all just robot parts under there. Out of con... <laughs> Can we clip that? <laughs> nope. Athena, clip that. Keep it in and double it, Athena. And then um, a little, little plushy oh, Ewok. Ewok. Oh, he's adorable. He I is love very adorable. The Ewok and Jawas are definitely They're my favorite. so cute. So like, you are missing the one that I had, which was dang. the clone fighter. Man. This is a cool collection, though. This is very fun. I want to yeah. take a, a picture for internet content. For inter for clout? Let's let's yeah. move some stuff and take some photos. So my mom sends me a picture of these, and I... I mean, I totally forgot we had them. I honestly thought we probably would have sold them or gotten rid of them. And my mom sent me a picture. She goes, look what I found. And I was like, that is so cool. I forgot we had those. I'll take them if you're getting rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I went home uh, this past weekend for a trip we had um she's like here they are and i was like oh thanks mom 
So these are kind of fun. I I, I don't know what I, I'm going to put them on display somewhere. I, I'll just put them on the shelf in my bathroom. Someone sits down to use your toilet, like, oh, that's interesting. They can sit and get an a- audience. <laughs> Very good. I won't do that. I think my family would make fun of me. They go and be like, hmm, why? That's that's interesting. Thank you for the merch merch minute merch haul <laughs> from two thousand five. Granted, to give credit, this is a collection of a collection in the making of probably both my mom, my brother, and I. Very fun. Well, thanks so. for sharing. Appreciate it. Um, so the ships move. Do you think Athena would like this, Athena? Athena, what do you think of Obi Wan Starfighter coming at you? Huh? Pretty cool, huh? Oh, she went. <laughs> she went after it for a second. She's investigating. She's investigating. She, she's she's saying, "Oh, she's giving it a tap." <laughs> um, I'm gonna quickly check to see if we. I doubt it. She's giving um, it a tap. We, you never know if we have a, review, a new review on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We truly never know if we have a new review. Um, shoot, I can't Don't push remember. that under the fridge. <laughs> you got two of them. You're fine. <laughs> Hi. And how do I see the reviews? I don't know. This is phenomenal podcasting content going on right now. Silence. Athena, not interested in Chewbacca. He's so cute, though. I should take him to work. They can go with my Funko Pops. <laughs> nope, we still have just the one review from our friend. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so we do have uh, something I ask every week on the pod. I ask us, oh, norm, many episodes I've asked for you, someone to send us some memes. One of our friends, Megan... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she did send us a meme. Such a good one, too. I and was losing it. Let's see here. Um, it's um, two images. The first one is a tweet. Um, it's a photo of a toy Palpatine sitting in the dirt. And it says, I took over the house I grew up in from my parents because they could no longer care for the property. This morning, while replacing the irrigation in the front yard, I found my old Emperor Palpatine Star Wars action figure. He's been buried in the dirt for 35 years. And the next image is, you probably guessed it, Poe Dameron just looking upset, implying it doesn't even have the text, but you don't, everyone you don't knows. need the text for it. <sighs> Somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> good meme. So Thanks, Megan. Good. Appreciate it. Give us a good laugh. The, the, her, um, her text was funny, too. My contribution to meme minute, but it's longer than a me- minute. Meme, parsec, meme, astro, set, second, but it's actually the midnight the night before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Also, a very funny comment. Um, so, um, if you don't remember from last week, I, I suggested we do something special, um, potentially ongoing, with our meme minute segment. Shmeme, which is one of the memes. Each of us will share one meme that we personally made within our memes, but we're not going to say which one it is. And then at the end of the segment, we will each guess which meme the other person made. Oh, gosh. I forgot I have to guess yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for this. I think it's the real joke fun. is to see if it's something you've already sent me like years ago to see if I remember it. <laughs> um, okay. So let's kick us off. Um, this one this one cracks me up. It's a note from... I, I'm guessing this is from a book. Um, it says... The powerful. So it's a, it's a um, it's an image of the like wheel droids from uh, oh yeah from, like, the Clone Wars. Um, it says intergalactic banking clan uses hailfire droids to ensure its loans are paid back on time. During the Clone Wars, they donate these droids to separatists, and this is <laughs> an image of the hailfire droid saying, "Knock knock, it's time to pay your taxes." <laughs> Very good. What do you got, Rachel? Um. <laughs> Obi-Wan, hey, Anakin, are you having an affair with Padme? Anakin, the image of Bob's boss from The Incredibles. Uh-huh. The law requires that I answer no. <laughs> I almost sent you that one. That's very good. Um, I'm going to get a reaction from Rachel on this one. I hate that because you know what? You're not the first person to show me that one either. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's an image of Autobot Jazz, except for his head has been replaced with Barry B. Benson from the B movie, and it just says, "Do you like jazz?" I think you're probably like the third person to send something <laughs> like that to I me. Love I love it. What do you got? 
Autobots losing the war. Optimus Prime, I am... Oh, you're, you have to make a note for this. Optimus Prime, I am back... Uh, I can't even read it. <laughs> I am back from robot heaven to save your ass once again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let me, let me jot down that little swear. <laughs> a little swear. Technically, I, I mean, while the, the editing of the of the censors is funny, I also have our podcast labeled as clean on Apple Podcasts. So we're kind of obligated. No swearing in our Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> our Christian Starformer server. Our Christian Starformer server. Um, this one I found on Facebook. It's a comic. Uh, man, why is my phone so dark? Just a second. That sounds like something someone would say trying to move suspicion from a meme they made. about the first one. I know you didn't make that one because I've seen it. Okay, come on. Sorry, my phone's really dark for some reason. Um, so it's a comic, but it's got replaced the characters with Optimus Prime. Rights of the freedom granted to conscious beings. The little guy who's Megatron. Nice. Optimus Prime hits him with a shovel. He's unconscious. Quick, let's violate his rights. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> What else you got? Uh, speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, it's a uh, it's the scene from Shrek <laughs> with the gingerbread man, <laughs> and Ani- the gingerbread man is labeled with Anakin, and Farquaad with his legs is, is Obi Wan. <laughs> That's great. You got any more? Oh, it's mine. Yeah, oh, right. Sorry, because I described it. I was thinking, um, it's the classic meme of, of the couple uh, laying in bed and her. He's probably thinking about other girls. Him. Do Transformers have car insurance or life insurance? I've had this debate before. They bundle it at Progressive. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so this is a rendition of Atlas. Um, the man who, or is it, I think it's Atlas, the man in uh, Greek mythology who carries the world. Yes, Atlas. <laughs> the Earth is titled Michael Bay's Transformer Saga, and Atlas is titled Steve J- Steve Jablonski. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I remember seeing this one before, for sure. Um, this one, I was just kind of going through my old memes this week because I didn't have very many new ones, and this is one of my favorite classic Star Wars memes. It's uh, Bell Organa and Obi-Wan talking um about what they're gonna do with the baby twins in uh revenge of the sith and bale says my wife and i will take the girl so you will be loved obi-wan says i'll take the boy to his aunt uncle he will be tolerated now you know what <laughs> that meme is funny but i will tolerate no lar uh no uncle owen and aunt bruce slander in this household now, we are an aunt bruce stan household <laughs> at least in the disney canon they have since been more developed through kenobi and i'm sure books and comics developed them before that but if you just take the original six movies, this is a very accurate meme. I hey, think. one of the Maul comics um, where Maul shows up, it, it's very similar to Kenobi, one of the Maul comics where he shows up on Tatooine to kill Luke to draw Obi-Wan out. Uh-huh. Obi-Wan can't bring himself to kill him, but he kind of immobilizes him. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Owen shoots him point blank with a sawed-off <laughs> shotgun. I'm a white man. I'm ready to kill. <laughs> oh, I love Uncle Owen. Aunt Beru. Aunt Twin Sons Beru. Uh <laughs> She's queen. Um, says <laughs> the rest of Cybertron, Megatron, and it's the image uh, from of Spider-Man Noir mm-hmm. from Into the Spider-Verse holding the Rubik's Cube. I'm taking this cube thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. That's really good. Cube thing being the AllSpark. Yes. This is just a screenshot from Facebook Marketplace. Uh, Transformers inflatable head. Ooh. This seems to be an actual product of a inflatable Megatron costume. Is that local? We should buy it. Well, the the amount is in pounds. So oh. Oh, Northern Ireland. Okay. <laughs> oh, it says it on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm, I don't like it, that. You just have the. Actually, this seems to be Transformers Three because Megatron's like face is messed up, and it's just how he looks. Like, you just wear an inflatable Megatron head around yours, but it doesn't cover your face. It's like he's eating your head. It's not a meme. It's just a hilarious product. That's my last one. Oh, I got a bunch. Keep going. So this is a comic from At Little 
porpoise. And it's this image of a homeowner coming home. He's like, I'm home. And his dog is there. I missed you so much. And the next comic panel is a knife coming through and hitting the door next to the owner. And it's from the cat. <laughs> I missed you too. I have Megatron as the owner, Soundwave as the dog, and Starscream as the knife-throwing cat, which was it's pretty good. I love that. Um, I'm texting you all my memes so that you can accurately try to guess which one is mine. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. I have to do the same thing. Oh, no. Anyways, um, this picture, this is from SpongeBob. Um, it's the episode where Squidward is... Uh, trying to make it as an artist would okay that doesn't narrow down which episode but it's the one where he like carves michelangelo's david or whatever oh yeah they put a squid renos on it and it's hasbro it says jazz and then they put autobot jazz on it and squidward says <laughs> there now it's trademarked <laughs> that's great um this this is uh the screenshot of from toy story where andy's friend is showing up and um he's holding the box oh, and when he turns to the okay, side yeah, it's really yeah. long and so the short side says transformer scene and then when he turns in the long side the length of the live action movie uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> um Oof, they are long boys they are long boys okay so i was excited that you would understand this one okay so they released um some of the concept art for rise of the beasts uh-huh. and one of the concepts instead of keeping bumblebee Bumblebee's carcass in the jet friend. Um, they, I guess there was like, a, it was the Maximal ship. And there was like this weird pool thing that they put him in. And you would understand this because you've actually played this game. Um, <laughs> nice. And it's, it is the concept art of Bumblebee in this like weird glowing pool thing and it says discovery shrine of Re- resurrection mm-hmm. hyrule field and bears some striking similarities to breath of the wild uh <laughs> that's a very rate confluence of rachel interests on that one. Oh hmm. my gosh hmm. because no one else can like the things that i like <laughs> no one else can like the things i like um Cameron's just saying that because he doesn't know the Breath of the Wild story because he <laughs> nope. skipped through yep. all the exposition. Anyways, so this, this is a screenshot. Uh, coronavirus outbreak is a screenshot of an article. Coronavirus outbreak is most dangerous for the elderly. And the next image down, how old is Optimus Prime? Between four to six million. <laughs> Guy crying. <laughs> that was, those memes were really popular in like 2019, 2020. Always very funny to me. Um, this is a good one too. It's a vintage movie. It's the scene from El Dorado when the when the statue is falling and, and the bit and the and the buff priest um, uh-huh. grabs it and stops it and it and he's captioned as Travis Knight and the statue is Michael Bay and the ship is captioned as Transformers movie franchise. <laughs> um, that's all I got except for a TikTok. Oh, I forgot to show you this. I found this uh, restaurant. Not this is in our town. My Mom and I went traveling. Jedi's? Wow. <laughs> That's wild. I know. Jedi's Jedi's Restaurant and Grill. That's where they're all at after Order 66. Fascinating. You're going to give away where we live. No, because this isn't where we live. Oh, you were traveling. I see. <laughs> yes. That's great. That actually does it's not even me. It's not even actually close to where we live. I see. Um... That reminds me, I took a photo this week of a wild thing that I found out in nature. Not nature, but like out in the wild. Oh, you went outside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to let Rachel react to this live. This is an actual poster in a shop. Oh, my gosh. Is that it, here? Yeah. I, can, okay, afterwards, I need to guess what, <laughs> where that is. Um, it is a poster of Yoda snowboarding. Shredding on a snowboard and he himself is painted i did not realize this till just now that he himself is painted on the snowboard but it's like an actual image of yoda so it's photoshopped it's not horrible photoshop but it's not great either uh, it's point, a fascinating uh 3.6 photoshop not great not terrible <laughs> okay i um, sent you mine okay so, okay 
We're now that we are out of memes, we are gonna guess which meme each of us made. Um, I'm waiting for yours to show up. I have an idea, but I would like to be able to look at all of them. Okay, obviously you took the photo of Jedi. But that's not a meme. Um, I saw the uh, Anakin. The law requires that I answer. No, I saw that one myself. Um, I've never seen this toy of Autobot of Optimus in your house, and I don't. That doesn't look like your window, so I don't think you made you did that yourself. You could have made this Anakin Obi Wan Shrek one, but I think I've seen that one before. I feel like I've seen the Steve Jablonski holding up as Atlas holding up the world one before, but you may have made that a long time ago and sent it to me. I feel like I've seen the Cybertron or the Megatron. I'll take this cube thing with me before. Okay, considering you took a screenshot of Facebook Marketplace, that's not the meme, right? I I thought that I took it, but then the fact that it's from Northern Ireland, I don't think that I did. Um, I, if I regardless, that's like, not that, that that one does not count. I don't think I took that screenshot. The uh, Autobot Jazz now it's trademarked. It's not quite your sense of humor. The trend, the transform memes. Oh wait, this one has a transform memes like <laughs> uh, watermark on it. So that's definitely not you. Man. How do you know? <laughs> the uh, the Transformers Breath of the Wild meme. That's really suspicious. <laughs> really suspicious. But also... Hmm. I, I gotta go with that, that one. Did you make that one? Did you make Which the, one? The uh, Discover Shrine of the Resurrection. Yeah, I did. Yeah! <laughs> That's really good. You did a really good job. That looks really good. Thank like, you. <laughs> I, it, like, some people, a lot of people, when they make memes, it's very obvious that, like, it's... You want to know the funny story? I tweeted about that yesterday from our Twitter. Oh, shoot. And I realized I went, ah, oh, I hope he doesn't yeah, no, see that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, good good work. It's a, re- it's, it's a good... I don't really get the joke all that much but uh it's very you and i think it looks great thank you (laughs) okay what do you what do you think okay i know it's not the taxes one i have seen far too often the bail and obi-wan he will be tolerated meme (laughs) you're not in northern ireland selling a transformers inflatable head (laughs) i've seen the one of he's probably thinking about other girls the car insurance, life insurance one. You didn't find a 35-year-old Palpatine Star Wars figure in your yard. <laughs> and Megan sent it to us. Man, what a scam that would have been. <laughs> if I had sent it to Megan and told her to send it to us, oh, I that would have been so good. mad. That would have been good. We would have been the end of this podcast. Is it this one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's the one that's a comic that's that starts with rights are. Is it conscious? Quick. <laughs> rights are freedoms granted to conscious beings. Because Dong. That's, he's unconscious. Quick. That's my latest. This one has the has the watermark, uh, yeah. and this has been sent to me so many times. Yeah. I, uh, I was pretty proud of this comic. It's w- good. That I made. I uh, was pretty much last night. I was just flipping through old memes I have seen on my phone. And I came across this and I was like, this is, the phrase rights are freedoms granted to conscious beings is so Optimus Prime. Um, it was so funny. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And if you know, I didn't want to like start making details too much because if I drew too much into it, I thought it would make it sound like I made it. Mm-hmm. If you notice when he gets scrunched, it's just the image of Megatron scrunched down. Scrunched. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the tweet I made. <laughs> Um, Rise of the Peace Bumblebee Shaking Hands Breath of the Wild Link Shrine of Resurrection (laughs) It just looks so much like it Also the uh, When the the guy that they knocked out That's supposed to be Megatron I went on YouTube and found the image When Megatron When Optimus Prime kills him In Transformers 3 With the axe He has the axe in his head Oh man Um, So good time Fun game and I, I liked guessing that. Um, I hope you viewers had fun trying to guess along at home, though it's a lot harder if you can't see the memes. But as always, <laughs> we will post all of our memes on our social media on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us um, at Rebels Robots Pod on Twitter and um, just search Rebels and Robots on Facebook and it should come up. Um, 
Any any closing thoughts for us today, Rachel? We're getting I don't out. Think so. We're going to get out just around an hour this week. Oh my gosh, you got to make up. Uh, next week's going to be part one of a two parter. Yes. So Rachel's going to be gone for a week. Uh, in two weeks. So next week we are going to record a long episode about Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. It's a second live action movie from 2009, um, and uh, we'll break it up into two parts. Um, and I hope you guys uh, look forward to that. Uh, I doubt we'll have as many positive things to say about it, but who knows? <laughs> One's viewing, you just never know. Uh, but I look forward to it uh, nonetheless. So, uh, as always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our intro and outro music. Uh, and props to Rachel for our artwork, as well as running the Twitter account. Props to Cameron for being far more active on our Facebook account <laughs> and for editing. Oh, no, sorry. Thanks to Athena for editing this. <laughs> Thanks, Athena. <laughs> Thanks, Athena. You got a little less work this week. It's a shorter episode. Um, give us something to read on the pod. Leave a review. Tweet or DM us memes or opinions. Anything you want us to talk about, uh, send us questions. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, How the hell did Chip get out of that semi-truck? Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>